Da, 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 da. Welcome back, folks, to Stream Catchers. It's your boy, A.B. I'm Jack. What's going on, everybody? All right. Welcome back, folks. I think we are at episode 20. Yeah. We are deep in this thing. So congrats. Pat ourselves on the back here. And thank you guys for sticking with us if you have. A little bit of a milestone. 20 is a lot for a podcast. I mean, for, for a rookie podcast like ours. Yeah. I think Hell doing yeah. Bad Batch and Low Key two a week for the last few helped us out a little bit. But um, True. yeah, we've been doing these since Falcon Winter Soldier uh, mid to the late March. And here it is early July. So uh, happy yeah, 4th of July to everyone as well. And uh, yeah, welcome back. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. blasts. <laughs> speaking of blasts. <laughs> yeah. We've quite a uh, few blasts this week on the uh, episode four of Loki titled the Nexus event. Uh, before we jump into quick hits and, and main points, what'd you think of the episode? I was a huge fan. I, I really liked this episode. I think this is probably the strongest one yet. What about you? So far? Yeah, I agree. It was a, a lot of fun. I think uh, last week was good, but not as good as the first two. So this one kind of brought us back and Tom Hiddleston didn't let us down. They are they are yeah. bombs away. So, <laughs> well, it was um, good in a different way. I feel like the last one was good as far as like character interaction, and then um, this 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 one episode four was a lot better at uh, you know they got back to the world building with the TVA and everything. Back to world building, a lot of shocks. Uh, yeah, that's true. That we'll dive into. Um, I guess before we jump into our, our main points and riffing, let's just do a quick hits. Um, we start out with uh, where we really get a flashback to Sylvie getting taken by Renslayer early on when she's just a little kid. Um, we're back on Lamentus One. Loki and Sylvie are, I guess, as you call the last week, sort of saved by Mobius and the TVA. Sort of. Uh, so yeah, not exactly <laughs> how I, I, I pictured it, but yeah, not, they do get rescued. Not a daring rescue, more of a, of a, a resting more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Loki and Mobius interact a bit more. Loki's trying to uh, get away, not really get away, but uh, you know, do his mischievous ways to, to kind of get free. Mobius isn't having it, doesn't believe him. Loki tries to tell him that you're all variants. Uh, meanwhile, Sylvia's off in her own room. Uh, Mobius eventually figures out that Loki's telling the truth, saves Loki seemingly before he gets pruned, which was a devastating moment for me. Uh, Sylvie uh, is taken by uh, B-15, and B-15 finds out that they are variants. And so they concoct a little bit of a plan of their own where we finally see our timekeepers. And then, of course, B-15 saves Loki and uh, Sylvie from the Minutemen and Renslayer. Uh, we find out that the timekeepers aren't real. They're androids. And Loki is about to profess his feelings for Sylvie before he is pruned as well. Uh, we get our first mid credit scene. Was it the first one? I didn't know if this was first. First one of this, of this yeah. show. And it was um, a good one. It was a great one. Loki is in a post-apocalyptic New York City, and he is confronted by three well, I've de- technically four, four. Loki's. Yeah. <laughs> four Loki. Kid Loki, boastful Loki, classic Loki, and alligator Loki. And that's, uh, that's where they left us. So uh, I left a little bit out, but that's all right. What's, uh, what do you want to talk about first? Because there's a lot of me. Oh, man. Well, I do want to point out that I, did not, I didn't recognize it as a post-apocalyptic uh, New York. I didn't notice that they were on in New York. 
Yeah, if you see on the right hand side, they have uh, Avengers Tower is destroyed. Oh man, I was I was way too blown away by the amount of Loki's on screen. I think to notice what was in the background. Yeah, I, I, I admittedly I had to watch somebody else's video to recognize what that was, but yeah, it's okay, New York. Okay, so interesting. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's uh, I guess let's take it from the top. Um, Sylvie, you know, we find out that Sylvie was actually arrested when she was a little girl. So she really has been, you know, on the run from the TVA, uh, you know, seemingly her whole life. Um, I was I was trying to put together a theory about why, um, you know, what she could could have possibly done to the timeline at such a young age. And um, the only thing that I could think of was that um, just the fact that she learned the enchantment magic and is able to awaken memories in people would be enough for the TVA to want her taken care of. Because if she could, if she could turn TVA variants back to, you know, their original selves, uh, TVA wouldn't like that. That's, I mean, that's, that's as far as I got with that theory. What, what do you think about that? Uh, that's a, that's pretty good. I don't, do we know when specifically she learned that? I mean, do you think that that would have been before she was caught by them? I don't, I don't know. Um, mm. She, I mean, she, she said, uh, Sylvie said that she, you know, had to teach herself magic, which maybe that means on the run, you know, maybe that means that she had a, you know, maybe she didn't have a relationship with her parents, even sure. when she was on Asgard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when, when she would have learned it. Yeah, I think another theory that I've, I've seen a few people talk about is that she, she's playing with her toys in her room. Mm -hmm. And but she's she's presenting it as if she's trying to save the day, sort of like she's trying to be a hero. And so I think that the idea is she, Loki isn't supposed to be a hero. Loki's supposed to go on to be a villain and have that tra that trajectory and, and what we would see in the actual MCU, just a lady version of it. But maybe okay. the fact that she was showing signs of being just a good person, maybe is what was not hmm. supposed to happen. I hadn't thought of that. So that I don't know. Interesting as well. Yeah, it, it's. Um, I mean, we'll see. I, I think that there's more to to come from that because there was that point where they're in the elevator, going to see the timekeepers, and she asked point blank and run slayers like I don't remember. That to me looked more like a. Um, she's just trying to toy with her, play with her a little bit, trying to make her mad. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sure she does remember what it was. Oh, for sure. And, and even if she out. didn't actually remember then, like you would know that she, that Sylvie is on Renslayer's list. I mean, she is a big deal to her because as, as we find out in this episode, Renslayer is the reason that Sylvie got away in the first place. Yeah. So when Sylvie pops up later down the line, you know, Renslayer would go back and do her research and she, she absolutely knows why she's a variant. She just won't tell her. Sure. I think another really good example that how much Sylvie means to Renslayer in terms of what that moment meant for her career and her whole arc. Mm -hmm. When Mobius is in the office with her and they're signing the paperwork mm -hmm. and they give, uh, so I think one of the Minutemen brings the sword, Sylvie's sword, and she puts it on display. Yeah. And it's like, this is a new trophy for me. So that's like, that's like a big deal to her to have that because, hey, I finally finally got her so i'm sure that there's more to this than than what they've told us yeah i, I think that there's going to be a big reveal about how how and why she's a variant sure sure well the episode really leaves us off with they're still in that sort of layer where the timekeepers were held 
and Sylvie subdues her a bit, has that pruning stick against her, and, and it's like, you're going to tell me everything. So I kind of wonder if that's what we're going to pick up next week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's a, a, face, uh, a safe bet. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Uh, I, that that was actually my last note is is uh, kind of where where what we're gonna see next week. Uh, I think we're gonna get. I, I if I were to guess, I would think that maybe we don't get a whole lot of Loki in the next one. I think this one's gonna be a heavy Sylvie episode. Okay, I could see that. I wonder if it'll be a bit of both, kind of like uh, if we want to reference the Bad Batch. There was I think there was an episode where there was a there was parallels of Crosshair and parallels of the Batch. Yeah. I wonder if we might see something similar with that. Because I feel like I, I feel like they wouldn't leave us on that low-key scene if they weren't going to explore that a little. Because you don't <laughs> you don't think they'd want to let that breathe a little bit? I don't know. I mean, there's only two episodes left, right? So yeah. I mean, I maybe maybe they do. Maybe they have Sylvie and, and Renslayer be really the 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 main point of episode five, and then episode six kicks us off with Loki and he gets out, and they bring down the TVA. I don't know what that might lead to but i think where we are in the series i'm more interested in uh in the the sylvie uh cliffhanger um you know the post credits scene was was great and i have a lot of questions obviously but uh, yeah. i don't even know i don't even know where to begin with that one you know i i, I don't know uh i'm more curious about sylvie's story because i have more definitive questions about her past and stuff like that Sure. It feels like Loki is, he just needs to sort of get out of this world or realm or multiversal jail of some sort that he just yeah. has to get out of there. So let's, let's dive into that. I guess this is a perfect opportunity. Do you think that this is a, a place for other uh, variant Lokis that have been pruned? I'm wondering if it's just like anybody that gets pruned goes there. I wonder if they'll find Mobius in there. I don't think we've seen the last so, of Mobius. But, but then why why four specific why why four Loki's at the same time then? That's a very good question. I don't know. I mean, I I don't think we've seen the last of Mobius. Maybe 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 it is a specific jail for Loki's and there's a specific jail for Mobius's and a specific et cetera, et cetera. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe you can transverse between these multiverses for lack of a better word and maybe that maybe loki maybe loki realizes hey we're not dead mobius isn't dead i've got to save mobius we got to get out of here and we've got to stop the tva yeah if we don't see any more mobius i will be totally heartbroken i'm, I'm very invested in his story I, I want him to i want him to have his his memories awakened i want to see him on a jet ski <laughs> i think we are for sure going to see him on a jet ski <laughs> i will say i have seen confirmation that we won't get to see him say wow which is really- i saw that too oh. i saw that too which there were <laughs> there were two moments and I, of course i watched i watched this with uh, with kimmy every week and <laughs> there were there were two moments where we got we got an almost wow there was one part where he said why how and i was like how not wow how he said how <laughs> And then there was another part where he ended a sentence with the word now. And I was like, now? And I was like, now? <laughs> they're, they're toying with us. They're they are. Us. They know we want it. <laughs> Take a bow. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think we've seen the last of Mobius. I think um, in one or two of the trailers, they show shots of him that we haven't seen yet. Okay. So I do feel like he is coming back. Um, that was a huge shock for me just because how early we are in the show we still have two episodes yeah. left so i was i was very surprised that he got pruned 
But of mm-hmm. course, that mid-credit scene gives me hope and makes me right. believe that we will see more of him. Yeah, when they uh, when they pruned him, it was shortly after um, you know Loki and Mobius catch up and kind of become friends again. Really, yeah. Uh, and they they walk right through that portal and then you know, pretty much instantly gets pruned. And that that kind of had me. I I, I believed it um, right up until Loki himself got pruned, and then I was like, okay, no, there's something there's something more to being pruned. It's not just vaporized. They go somewhere. Right. I actually, the guy that got pruned in the first episode, the one that didn't have his ticket, I hope he pops back up. I don't know why. <laughs> that would be a weird <laughs> little subtle cameo. <laughs> like, hey, he's back. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was, I'll be honest, I was devastated when Mobius got pruned. Yeah. I thought for sure that was it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, uh, I, I do you have any more on the Loki? No, no, no. no. I, uh, I want to talk about the timekeepers. Okay, yeah, let's, let's dive in. So, Sylvie with that phenomenal sword. What throw. a throw. My God, <laughs> right in the middle. Um, we find out they're androids. They're not real. They're not even a thing. So there's somebody what's, else behind the TVA. What's your take on that? Um, I think I, I've never been more convinced that Kang was behind this all than I am after seeing that. Okay. I don't know that we're going to see Kang. But I do think that he is behind the TV. I think that he, he might get mentioned or alluded to, um, but I, I do think that Kang is behind this. Um, mm-hmm. If you watch the recap that they show before the episode starts where they kind of catch you up, they show that little brief scene from episode two, I believe it was, where Mobius is talking to Renslayer in her office. And he mentions the second analyst that she had been working with. Yeah. And I, I, and given that there's ties between Renslayer and Kang from the comics, I've got to feel like it's Kang. Okay. So what do you think his role is though? Do you think that he's, do you think that he is like playing a, um, a Minuteman type role or do you think that, I think I mean, that what, he's, I think that he made the TVA and, and, and maybe put Renslayer in charge or, or I know that she was a, a, a hunter at one point, a Minuteman at one point. Maybe he fell for her while she was a Minuteman and then put her up as a judge. There's got to be, because there are so many judges from the comics I saw. Okay. So there's got to be a reason that they chose Renslayer to be a judge. Okay. Interesting. I, I, like, I like your take on that. I hadn't thought of, I, I hadn't thought of that. Um, I'm actually sort of off my 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 kang theory game this week um okay so when the when sylvie throws the sword and beheads one of the timekeeper androids there's a part where they all kind of have a they share a laugh like you thought we were you know we were all this yeah and and then they kind of the androids like they kind of sag off or whatever i'm wondering if these androids are just like um uh, surrogates i guess for the timekeepers because uh, the, the way that they've been talking about them and the way that they've featured them in the the little animated short in the first episode i thought that of the timekeepers as more of these like cosmic beings like um sure. like uh like a galactus type or or right. yeah or you know not not like a just an average person size, I guess. So as soon as, as she lifted the, you know, the robot head, I, I thought that, you know, they were just speaking through them, I guess. I, I thought for sure that that could be um, 
a possibility that like, oh, they got faked out. That's not the real timekeepers. But afterwards, Loki says, well, then who's behind the TVA? Mm-hmm. So it, to me, that implied that they were just made up like in a Wizard of Oz sort of thing, right? This big yeah. gray head that's just a guy behind the behind the booth sort of thing. Um, maybe that is the case. Maybe maybe they are actually real and, and there are no, you know, Kang isn't really tied to them at all. But I don't know. I think um, I, I for me, it felt like that that was like, oh, we got duped. There's no real timekeepers. Yeah. We'll see, though. I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to stick with my theory that there are timekeepers and that Kang was once one of them and is not anymore because of some fallout, you know, from... I don't know, Kang turning evil or yeah. not seeing the sacred timeline in the way that the other three see them. I think I'm going to stick with that theory. That's a fun theory. We'll see. I don't, I, I'd hate to have another Mephisto situation where I'm like, he's going to pop up and he just doesn't. <laughs> or a Doctor Strange situation or a Kingpin situation for Buck. <laughs> as long as we don't get a, uh, a Sharon Carter is the power broker. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a little weak. As as much good as as Falcon and the Winter Soldier did for the MCU, I think that that reveal was was pretty weak. It was pretty. It was it was pretty weak. It was it was a, a wet fart of a reveal for sure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> good way to put that. Yeah, I I want to stick on this scene real quick. Sure, because you're they're in that layer, and behind the timekeepers is that red symbol, mm-hmm. and then they pan on to Loki and Sylvie, and there are red symbols behind them, and they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. And to me, that looks a lot like um, the symbols that Wanda and Agatha Harkness used in WandaVision. And if you remember those symbols, as long as a witch puts those symbols up, nobody else can use their magic within that symbol. Okay. So I'm wondering if someone in the TVA is a witch that put those symbols up, and that's why Loki and Sylvie can't use their magic. Okay. I mean, it, it would make sense that they, you know, they are in an area where they can't use magic. And uh, so who, who would you think, who, who, whose symbols are those? You think they're Renslayers? You think they're I, was say, I was going to say Renslayer. I mean, what is Renslayer? What is yeah. That might be. Uh, it could be. Yeah. I mean, do you, I don't know. I don't know. When I saw the symbol, I didn't think it had function. And when I watched it the second time, I, I, I had seen that uh, that that theory okay. um, on on the internet somewhere. I don't know. I can't credit it, but um, I, I watched it with that eye, and I I really don't think that symbol has function. But it would be it would be interesting if it does. It very well could have just been a thing in the background to have, and and just to make it look a little more ominous, or I don't know. Yeah, menacing. cosmic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, who knows? I, I, I don't know if it is Rinslayer because I feel like if, if she did have magic, we would have seen it used there, especially mm-hmm. while she's fighting. Like if she had power uh, access to magic and Sylvia and Loki didn't, why wouldn't she have just used it there? Especially if yeah. the timekeepers weren't, re- you know, it just kind of, so I don't, I don't think Sylvia or uh, uh, Renslayer is a witch, but eh, you never know. There's going to yeah. be some explanation for why you can't use magic on a TVA other than you just can't. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, the only other explanation, you know, that that I see is that they the 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 um the TVA operates on a different plane of existence or something. Um, I mean, that's all I can really think of. The but also, I feel like 
Um, I feel like Infinity Stones would trump uh, Witch Magic, personally. Probably. Yeah, I feel like if you brought the 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 stones into uh, what was the name of the the town in Wandavision? I can't even remember it. New, I don't remember it either. Was it like new new something or new? I have no idea. Whatever. But if it you brought stones something. in there, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't you be able to use them? I mean, they're they're Infinity Stones. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, we we were surprised that the stones weren't able to be used in the TVA. So, like, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I think there's something. I don't, there's probably not something to the red symbols, but I think there's got to be something to why you can't use magic there. Unless you're, I think it's a fun theory. I think that the yeah. red symbols are a fun theory. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, someone brought that to light. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, let's let's yeah. jump into uh, something something totally different. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about romance. Okay. How, how are you feeling about, uh, I guess let's take it from the top, what it, the scene on Terminus 1 where uh, where Loki and Sylvie get a little um, into each other and that causes the... Lamentus. Yeah, what Terminus, what's ter- Terminus is Walking Dead? That's a whole different show. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they, they're gazing into one another's eyes and in the TVA, the uh, sacred timeline branches out big. And that's how they are able to uh, get rescued from this apocalypse. Let's let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, that was kind of what I wanted to talk about too. So, um, you know, Kimmy Kimmy thinks it's totally gross. <laughs> it's almost like I don't know if it's gross. I mean, you know, if if there was a an alternate reality and I found a version of me that was a hot woman, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> it's not like I've been my bro- my sister. It's like, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I probably wouldn't want to date myself. That's a little weird. That's a little weird. But it's, I don't know. Um, I don't have a problem with it. It sounds like it's not supposed to happen, though, because that's what caused this Nexus event. Yeah. And as we get later into the episode where Mobius is like, are you sure? Da, da, da. And he's like, I think that, if, you know, I think that could bring down the TVA. So that yeah. feels like that's where we're going. But as far as that, that scene on Momentous, yeah, it seemed like they were. Finally, like, you know, and it could have also been the, the heat of the moment of the apocalyptic literal yeah. of the world yeah, sort of thing where they were like, oh, man. And, but a big theme of the episode was Loki's fear of being alone. Yeah, that's true. And, and he wasn't uh, alone for the end of the world. No. And, and, you know, we saw it as well in the last episode where, uh, you know, they talked about love and Loki talked about love as a dagger that, you know, it's you know, not real or it could stab you or you see yourself in it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it seems like he's a guy that that really just wants to find someone that is afraid of being alone, and he kind of came he, to grips with that as well. He talks about love like someone who's definitely been burned before. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, hey, super relatable, you know. I mean, who hasn't had a little for bit of a heartbreak? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, but the whole stuff with Lady Sif, which I really enjoyed. I thought that was a great cameo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, it's like, I always like to see her pop up and stuff. She she got a, a cameo in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I really liked as well. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, but her whole thing was you're going to be alone and, and all that. And he had to hear that over and over and over. And he had that yeah. that moment where he kind of came to terms with it. And she was like, yeah, you're right. You are going to be alone. <laughs> it's like, wow, man, this mm-hmm. guy's... Really kind of his own people. personal torture. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, it's kind of funny that Mobius picked that one specifically. Yeah, what do you, do you have a, a theory or something? 
I don't know. It's just like, how does he know that? You know, I mean, is, is it, is it generated is, by something that Mobius creates or is it self-inflicted? Yeah. Well, that's a good point, but I, that's actually a really good question because he opens up a portal. Loki goes in and Loki, I think makes, I don't remember the exact quote, but he makes a comment of showing me bad memories. Yeah. And, oh, I know what happens here. And, but then it loops. And then you see Mobius walk out instead of Sif towards the end of that first run. So it does imply that he chose it. I I, I want to say that it's it's self-inflicted. Huh, I think okay. this is a memory. I think this is a memory from Loki's past. I don't think that the um, you know I don't I don't think that it's a hundred percent correct because I don't feel like Loki as an adult would cut off adult Sif's hair. I think it's a little bit childish. Yeah. Um, but I think that this is a memory from his past, and and the reason that I think that is because we know that. We know that the TVA can mess with people's memories because they turn the variants into their own personal, you know, time cops, basically. And, um, and, and I guess this is kind of a weak point in the theory, but the, the portal that he opened up was red instead of its usual, just like, you know, white uh, looking portal. Right. right. Yeah. I don't think he sent it back in time. It was definitely a memory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there was, if, if it was a, uh, yeah, I don't know if maybe it, it, I wonder if the portal itself sends you back to your least favorite memory and that, yeah, Mobius doesn't pick it. He just, whatever the device is, it's, and then your subconscious selects that memory as the, as the worst one. Yeah. I, I think that this is, is a situational memory. I think this is, this is what he needs to hear right now. Because I think if, if we were to go to a, uh, an actual worst memory, I feel like the worst memory Loki's got is, is when he sold out his mom's position on, in, in Thor, the dark world and got his mom killed. I feel like that's probably his most regrettable memory. But this Loki doesn't technically have that memory. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, there goes that theory. <laughs> yeah. But I also think that this Loki's worst memory would probably be the revelation that he was adopted. So I think there's something to that because if it had been this, if, if Loki had been Maybe. sent through that when he had first gotten to the TVA, it might've been being bashed in the skull by the Hulk multiple times. Right. So I, I think the fact that he had that moment with Sylvie at the very beginning of the episode. And then also, I think this was, was this before or after Mobius lies to him and says that she's dead? I think it was before. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. The, the, the loop with Lady Sif. Did this happen before or after he has that conversation with Mobius or Mobius lies and says that she's been pruned already? This is... I think after, or before, I think the, rather. I think this is before. Okay. But they had been separated and he... Because he, he, puts he puts him back in there after yes. that conversation for a little while too. That's right. That's right. That's okay. why it's hard. That's why that one's a little hard to follow. But yeah. I think that, yeah, I think this was a self-inflicted thing. I think it depends on whatever moment you're in at that, at that given time. Mm -hmm. So what did you have any thoughts on that? All the love you, you brought up the love. What did you want to talk about on the love? Yeah. So I was trying to figure out why. Cause, okay. Cause, cause I have a little bit of a hang up on, on, on them getting rescued from this apocalyptic event uh, just because of the, the rules that they've kind of established where, anything and everything that you do in an apocalyptic event 
um, doesn't matter because the apocalypse happens no matter what. So the only thing that I could think of is that them having feelings, catching feelings for one another, or even just being one-sided Loki having feelings for, for Sylvie um, created this nexus event that implies that they somehow either stop the apocalypse or get out of there. I, I'm with you. I, and I, I think I talked about that last week when you, you thought that Mobius was going to save them. And I said, well, I don't think that would happen because they'd have to create a nexus event and they just established that you can't do that. Yeah. So that, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. And then of course, that's exactly what happened. So I, I had a little bit of a hang up with that as well. I think that the idea of this nexus event coming up is because two variants of the same person aren't supposed to to join like that mm-hmm. develop feelings for one another like there's no point where you you could fall in love with yourself uh, then how does know. that but then how does that branch the timeline because even even if they you know even if they did fall in love with each other for that brief second then the apocalypse would have happened and then like there's the the only thing that i can think of is that maybe um Really, the only thing I can think of is that that one or both of the variants, both Loki or Sylvie, is needed for the sacred timeline in the future, and that them being one or both of them being destroyed on I don't want to say it wrong. I, I'm thinking Terminus. What is it? Lamentus. <laughs> Lamentus. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> is them being killed uh, in this apocalypse is is against the sacred timeline. That's a fair guess. I think the only hole I could poke in that is that they've been pulled from a timeline that has been reset and they can't go yeah. back. Because, I mean, obviously we know that this Loki is supposed to go out and do many things that he doesn't get to do, but now he's a variant. He will never get to go do those things. So yeah. the only thing to – so when Mobius finally pulls Loki out the second time, he's he alludes to – them confessing their feelings for each other and pursuing that could bring down the TBA. So maybe that in and of itself is a nexus event so big that the TBA can't, can't prune or, or reset. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This is kind of also operating under the narrative that they told us at the beginning on what nexus events are and aren't that we have also confirmed is a narrative and not exactly the rules within the marvel universe true so that i think that there's going to be more of an explanation on that within the next couple episodes i think that this series is going to be a lot uh, a lot of fun to to watch a second time after they're all after every episode is up i think i'm going to watch all through the the rest of them for, look sure. for the foreshadowing, look for the for the truth and all these questions that we've been a- asking each week. For sure. And I'm sure that if we had watched, yeah, if we had binged it, we'd have a different view of it. But since we've been watching it week to week and you might have forgot a thing or two that you saw in episode three or two or whatever it is. So, yeah, uh, I agree. I think that this will be a different different show to watch when it's all done. Yeah. What else? Um, what else? Uh, C20. What do you do? You think C twenty is actually dead? I do. Yeah, I think that that video that we saw. Um, well, I don't know if she's dead. She's probably pruned. Okay. Yeah. I think so, Renslayer pruned her. I think so. I mean, we saw Renslayer prune Mobius. She made the mention to do something with B fifteen, 
Um, I think that any time that a variant or a TVA agent rather comes out and acknowledges this is all a lie, we've been lied to, we're all variants, it's not fitting along with what Runslayer wants for the TVA yeah. so that we got to just get rid of them before anyone else finds out because that could bring down the whole the whole situation. So I don't think she's dead. I think she's been pruned. Yeah. But I don't know okay. that we'll see her come back. Yeah. That's another thing I wanted to, to talk about. B-15, she had kind of a a weird exit to the episode where she she helped Loki and Sylvie out and then she fought a little bit and then she got she got hit and she fell down and then the camera turns and we we see Loki and Sylvie fighting and then she's just not there anymore. She they never show her get pruned. They never show her escaping. I have no idea where B15 went. <laughs> I thought I saw her laying on the ground near the entrance, but that was an elevator, so I mean she would have had to go up the elevator. Yeah. Um maybe she escaped and they just did it kind of an off camera type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean yeah, she wasn't pruned. I think that they would she's a big enough of a character that they would have shown her getting pruned if that was the right. case. Right. So I, I don't think we've seen the last of her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, same. Me too. Um, I, I hope that she, I hope that she has something to do with saving the day again. Uh, as yeah. far as like, if she's not pruned, I hope that she she figures out somehow what what pruning is and how she can help Mobius and Loki. Yeah, there's got to be a, a way to unprune, and I think that's what I'm most looking forward to. I mean, I definitely mm-hmm. want to see the full on reasoning behind Sylvie getting taken. But yeah. this pruning, unpruning, what is it? How do you undo it? Can you? What's the deal here? I want to see what happens. Yeah, same. So, um, spe- I guess speaking of the pruning, if we want to go back to the, the four Lokis. Sure. Kid Loki. Kid Loki. I mentioned <laughs> it a few weeks ago. This might be his That's introduction. Weird. Yeah. He's here. There, there you have it more more young avengers look at there so far we've we've got eli bradley we've had kid loki Katie bishop we've she's coming she's not here well yeah she was in, in endgame yeah um but we'll see more of her here in the next series we'll get cassie lang before long as uh, another version of ant-man or whatever uh miss is it, is it america chavez will uh show mm-hmm. up in doctor strange Mm-hmm. Um, we had Wanda's kids, little the little Quicksilver and the little uh, little Scarlet Witch. I don't know what they're called, but Tommy and Billy, I think Tommy and Billy. But I don't know what their code names are. Right? Yeah, I don't know. And then Miss um, Marvel. I don't know if she's really a, a young Avenger, but she's coming too. So yeah, um, lots of lots of yeah, young Avengers popping up out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's, it's really interesting. I, I I'm into it. I'm looking forward to it. I can't remember who it was, if it was a producer or writer or somebody involved with Marvel Studios. They said that they were surprised at the at the movies and shows that were announced because it wasn't wasn't close to all of them that are coming out. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if by the end of this year, after we've gone through Hawkeye and, and uh, Miss Marvel, if they'll start giving us more. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would. I certainly hope so. I think it's a really good idea. I think it's creative and and interesting to to have the young Avengers. And if they do that, I, I'd really like to see the Dark Avengers too. They kind of set the stage uh, for that a little bit with uh, uh, John Walker. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I am all for uh, bigger and bigger and better and cooler things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
Sure, uh, me too. I, I think what these three shows so far have done, obviously Loki's not done yet, but what they've done so well is bring in new characters and, yeah. and, and also not just bring in new characters, but elevate existing ones like Sam, like Wanda. Uh, they gave us a different version of Vision. Um, and then who knows what will happen with Loki and, and his future with the MCU as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go, let's backtrack a little bit. Uh, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about classic Loki. Love okay. the costume. Uh, very retro, very comic booky, com- uh, you know, uh, costume party esque. Yeah. Um, but very, very serious face. He looks like he uh, he means business. He doesn't look like he's one to play around with. Yeah, I really want to see something out of that. I like I like what Marvel's done with those classic sort of costumes and throughout yeah. the MC. They did that with Wanda and Vision and Wanda Vision. Um, we, we saw Iron Man's original Mark One suit and way back in Iron Man mm-hmm. One when he escaped the cave. We saw Captain America's, you know. His silly suit. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in the first Avenger. And so now we've got classic Loki, uh, which was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I got a kick out of that. That was the first thing I really noticed. Same. I, well, I was kind of, it was tied between him and Kid Loki. I was like, ah, Kid mm-hmm. Loki, there he is. I was like, oh, there's the costume. So yeah, it yeah. was... Uh, I had to yeah. pause it to see the alligator Loki. That didn't even register. <laughs> what the hell is that thing? What is that? I saw a funny uh, theory that the voice that says "Come with us" is the alligator, and not <laughs> that. That would be some some weird, off the wall, almost Howard the Duck stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm a talking crocodile. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Come with us. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I don't know what to expect from that little interaction or uh, if we're going to see some combat from these Lokis, but classic Loki was for sure the, the highlight for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then we also have boastful Loki. Uh, black guy, bald head, beard. Looked like a, he had a hammer and a sweet fur coat. Uh, what, what do you what do you make of that? Uh, it looked like a, a, his own little version of Mjolnir that he had. That's what there. I thought too. Yeah, I'm yeah, interested in his timeline. His timeline is going to be real weird. Yeah, I don't know much about a boastful Loki. I do know that there's a comic. That, I think it's more of like a what if uh, scenario of Loki getting Mjolnir instead of Thor. Okay. So I don't know if maybe that's supposed to be their way of doing that. But um, I yeah, I don't know enough about him, but I really want to see what they do with them. And I, uh, there's got to be a reason they added him in there for some fun. Yeah, so maybe on his Asgard, he's worthy, and and Thor is uh, Thor is the god of mischief. That would yeah. What if he's the god of thunder? That'd be pretty wild. That'd Does be pretty that cool? Would we I, if if that's the case? I really hope we get a a, a funny interaction of him and Thor. And it's just Thor like playing playing practical jokes on people. <laughs> It's like pulled strings. I would love that. I feel like Chris. I feel like Chris Hemsworth would be down for that too. I bet he would love that as well. Oh, if they got Chris Hemsworth, oh, that would be phenomenal. No, I was thinking more like like a. I was thinking more like a lanky, like like long hair, but like grizzled, gnarly looking beard sort of thing. Okay, like that would be for like a nerdy type of like maybe he got pimples. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) would be for me. That would be a funny version of it. Yeah. Definitely interested in seeing seeing where this goes. Sure, sure. What uh, I, I think that's all I had on my notes. That was actually my last note. Okay, sweet. Well, another really strong episode. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to episode five. I think it's going to really, I think it's going to razzle dazzle us. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's going to be a really fun episode. I think as we have far a lot as more fingers to- go. I, I, I have a hard time believing they're going to top this one. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. We'll see. I think if you, if you rewind it back to Falcon winter soldier, episode five was more of a, bring everything back to the ground floor so they can have that final battle. I yeah. think five here, we're going to get a lot of information. I do mm-hmm. think we'll see a little bit of Loki interacting with the other Lokis, but I, I don't think you're wrong. I think the, the majority of it will be focused on Sylvie. Um, yeah. And I think that it'll set up the stage for episode six to have a, a final showdown of some kind. And, yeah. Well, um, after the, after this huge timekeeper, revelation i you know i want more i want to know i want to know what's what's the truth behind the tva i'm more interested now than ever same same i think we're gonna i think this next episode is gonna give us give us all that so yeah um sweet well yeah that's that's a wrap folks that was a you know fun conversation to talk about this episode show's getting better and better i think and um you know thanks for tuning in and sticking with us to the end if you did um as you know show notes are all in the uh or our links to everything are all in the show notes. So feel free to leave us some feedback. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Give us some theories. Let us know what you think of classic Loki. And uh, until next time, folks, keep on keeping on. Yeah. Catch you later for all time. Always. <laughs>